Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? This your boy, PDP. Welcome to the PDP Show. And today, man, I got a... I got somebody from our from our um, selective service here, man. She's giving back every day since since out of high school. She has decided to serve our country, man. One of our own, uh, one of our queens, black sister, Miss Natalie Brown. How's it going? What's up? What's up? I am I'm blessed to to be here. Everything is is good, and I appreciate this this opportunity. Oh yes, ma'am. We appreciate you, man. And, and here on the show, we we talk about the everyday people, uh, the everyday people bringing everyday success, and kind of enlighten the people of what you do there in the Navy, Miss Brown. Okay. Well, I've been in the Navy for um, going on twenty two years um, this December, and I am the the division leading petty officer here in the Tulsa um, area. So I cover all of Tulsa South and. Um, all the way down to McAllister, Claremore. Um, I have a total of 15 recruiters that I'm in charge of with four different stations. Um, and so, um, so right now, you know, most definitely like on the on the supervisor side, is making sure that we are um, out there and highly uh, recruiting in the the high areas for all the big areas down in McAllister, Claremore, like I was stating. And um, and reaching out, you know, saying most definitely reaching out to our communities, reaching out to youth in high school, um, going to different type of job fairs all around the area, and just really trying to, to paint these towns and letting people know what the Navy is really about, you know, what the Navy is truly about, and being able to help others is, is what my heart and goal has been, you know, saying since I'm since I've been in the Navy, but since I've been having this position, a little bit more, you know, what I'm saying on on the heart side of just helping my sailors and being able to help people in the community also. Okay, that's what's up, man. And uh we we wanna know, so who is Miss Natalie Brown? So Natalie. Natalie Brown is um, and, and how did this, you end up in the Navy? That's that's the question right there. And how did you end up in the Navy? Well well Miss Natalie Brown was, was seventeen years old. Um that was out of sort of a high school of Chester, South Carolina, and um, really knew that maybe the, the college straightforward out of high school wasn't it for me at the time. And so I absolutely had a, a great Navy um, recruiter that came to my high school and was talking to me um, about, you know, about the Navy. But still at the time, I, I wasn't always all the way for sure if that's what I wanted to do, you know, um, I most definitely hung around, you know what I'm saying, the wrong crowd growing up, um, you know, and it's just that that part of me that was just, man, you know, mama in the church, you know, daddy a deacon on the on the deacon board and, like, how that happened to you, you know, how did you get involved with the wrong crowd? But it happened, you know, it truly happened. Um, and so um, it was at the time when I was in high school that my past, just went a separate way. You know, my path absolutely went a separate way. Um, like I said, I got myself involved with some of the wrong people, um, making some wrong decisions. And um, But, you know, we thank God for those praying mamas, those praying daddies, those praying grandmamas um, that we that we have in our families. And so once I got myself back right, you know, when I was in high school, um, my, my path, it really did change. My motivation changed. My mindset changed. 
And I was like, man, you know, I, I got to do something. I want to be able to make my mom proud. I want to be able to make my dad proud. And I started getting myself together. I truly started getting myself together. Um, the Navy recruiter came, um, started talking to me, let me know some of the benefits the Navy had, um, let me know how I'd be able to travel, get out of the, the town I was in, um, be able to be around some positive people. And, and I decided to join the Navy. Man, that's a, hey, that's a blessing right there, man. And uh, so, what would you tell that? What would you tell that? Let's say eighteen year old, that senior right now, that's kind of on the fence of whether they should, whether not just say join the military, but just whether they should just pretty much keep going on the positive side. Because I know for me, I've done a lot of good in my life, but I always kind of wondered. I wonder what it's like to, you know. And I ain't going to say be ignorant, but, you know, be late to class or instead of going to school my freshman year, like, let's just wait. I always wondered that. And I found out that's not the way to go. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm asking you. It's like, when did you make that decision? And um, and what would you tell that person right now kind of straddling the fence? Well, I tell you this, you know, um, the choices that, that we make in life, you know what I'm saying, could, could truly, truly take us down a road that sometimes in some cases you can never get back from. You know, these decisions that we make, you know what I'm saying, you know, we always grow up here, our parents or here, our mentors or, or our leaders always talk about, you know, there are consequences, you know. And so I would tell a young person um, seriously right now that's, like, that's on the fence of really not knowing which direction they want to go, Man, just choose a path that's going to be good for you. You know, do everything you can to not to be in that limelight of negative. Um, do everything you can to, to stay positive. You know, be able to network, research. Um, that's one thing about I love about these young people right now, though. These young people, they will get on the Internet and they will research any and everything, you know. Um, and like you said, military is not for everybody, but just trying to pick something that's for them and just try to try – to, put themselves around positive people, try to put themselves around people that um, that is going to college or putting themselves around people that have something going on for them. You want to be able to put yourself around a good environment to be able to encourage you and to be able to motivate you. Um, being around the wrong crowd is, you know what I'm saying, you seriously have that, that way of just you getting into that, that, that mindset of the way that they are going to go, and it will happen. No matter how much you say that it won't, but it will at some point in time, you know, and then, you know, God have a way of snatching you out and putting you, you know what I'm saying, in, in the right place. But I just tell these young people right now, just try your best to stay focused. Stay, stay, stay focused on the right things, you know. Um, and we're talking about God, but you, you know what? You always need to stay prayerful, you know, stay prayed up, you know what I'm saying, consult with God and ask God to lead you, you know what I'm saying, in the right direction. Ask God to lead you in the right way. You know, um, and I, I do believe that he will direct your path in the right way. You know, like I said, when I was when I was young, I was doing the, the, the whole of, of praying and, you know, trying to stay in the church and different things. But at the same time, I was not believing in my heart. I was saying one thing and I was doing another. So I just tell these young people right now, just try your best to get you a good mentor. Be around good, positive, strong people. And that way we can be able to help and to lead, you know, in the right way, in the way they're supposed to go and to guide them. And just to stay positive, stay focused, you know, like I say, military is not for everybody. College is not, you know what I'm saying, for everyone. But to stay focused and just follow your heart, follow your dream, what you want to do, step by step, 
and, and you will get there for sure. Man, that's deep right there. Man, I need my ghetto bell. Where my ghetto bell at? Ding, 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 ding. No. <laughs> so, so Miss Brown, I mean, we, we we see and we hear a lot on TV, you know, about the military stuff. So you being a black woman and you on your year, you you on your Emmett Smith year, you're 22. So how mm-hmm. is it? How is it? And well, what's some of the challenges that you face being a black woman? Well, I tell you, you know, uh, it has not always been peaches and cream. You know, it, it has not. But that's just the wonderful part about growth and development. You know what I'm saying? Growth and development in leadership. You know, um, these tough times that we are facing, the tough times I have faced when I, um, you know, since I've been in the military, man, I tell you, it, it most definitely has prepared me um, in my retirement. You know what I'm saying? Getting ready to get out. You know, I feel like I can handle pretty much any situation on a civilian sector. Um, you know, have I faced racism um, before? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, um, I actually had uh, a service member uh, working for me um, some years ago. And, you know, it was just so much tension. It was always, you know, he felt that he had to be combative, um, combative against me with everything. Everything I would say or anything I would ask of him to do, you know, it's always was something that was coming back at me all the time. And so, um, so I did, you know, I was like, Hey, you know what, let's, let's talk, you know, let's, let's go in here and let's have a talk. And then I asked him straightforward. I seriously asked him straightforward. Like, do you think there is a problem because, you know, I am, um, a, a black woman. Do you think that's an issue? Do you think it's a problem? He never told me yes. Hands down. He said, he said, I do believe so. She said, I, I think that's what it is. She said, because I, I really have never, you know, worked with um, a, a black woman before, and I, I think that's what it is. And I said, well, <laughs> I said, don't you know that's racist? And he told me, he said, no, that's culture. See? See? Hey, and and that's I, the culture that Wow. Right. Right. He, he, he literally told me that. And so um, one thing that I can respect, though, you know what? He was honest. He told me the truth. He told me how he felt. But the thing about it is, guess what? That kind of stuff right there is not tolerated in the military. Even though you was honest and you was upfront, it's not tolerated. And so, um, you know, you have to be able to speak up on things like this. Uh, in situations like this that happened, um, I was calm. I kept my composure and everything, you know. Um, and I prayed for him. Well, I know that was. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean. You know what? It well, it wasn't so hard. Um, it wasn't even nothing that, that really shocked me. But what shocked me was, that, well, seriously, that he was so honest. You know, sometimes people are like, oh, no, no, no. But he was honest. He he told the truth. You know, and and mm-hmm. that's why I actually had to tell my superiors. You know, he told the truth. So he he seriously let me know who he was as a person. You know, and then um, some time later, you know, it's just so amazing how the way that people are brought up. You know, come to find out, you know, he never was brought up, you know what I'm saying, around African Americans before. But still, you've been in the military with us long enough. You know what I'm saying? You, you've you been in boot camp with us, you know what I'm saying, long enough. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like it's still kind of a no excuse, you know what I'm saying, type thing. But that's not tolerated, though, in, in the military. You know, racism is not tolerated, you know what I'm saying, at all. You know? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that, man. Yeah, we're we, like, we, we on to a different wave nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Truthfully, <laughs> truthfully. Yeah. 
so what's the, so what's some of the benefits? Obviously, it's it's is the the pros outweighs the cons, man. Like I said, you're on your Emmett Smith yeah. year, twenty two years in. So let the people know how great it is to be where you are. Well, I can't I can't tell you this. I can't tell you this. We do have um if you are active duty, you know, we most definitely take care of all your colleagues. So all of your colleagues are paid for, um, you know, some active duty military. And then also too, um, you know, we have the free medical, we have the free dental um, also, you know, when you come into the military, you know, we, we give you uh, a trade upon, you know, your ASVAP score, your entry score. And so, you know, it's your travel, it's just so much, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that comes in with, you know, when a person joins the military that most definitely will, will benefit you even long after. That's, that's the key that I tell these young people now. It's like, you know, sometimes we only look at the moment and we only look at, you know, what we can do for you right now. But it's just that after sometimes, you know, when you never knew that just being in the military for four years and how being in the military for four years, you know, as an aircraft, you know what I'm saying, technician, and now you're working for American Airlines when you get out. Like, you know. Right, like, like there's a way. It's possible. You there, Miss Brown? Say it again. I'm sorry. I said, you there? I guess your phone cut out. It did. Say it one time. What was the question? I'm sorry. Oh no, no. I was just, uh, I was just saying that, that, um, that is possible. You know what I'm saying? You're able to get into something translated here into the civilian world. That is correct. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. I think, as like I said, it's, it's a, it's a long term. It's a long term investment. It, it truly is. Yeah, already. Like, you want to give a shout out or anything real, real quick before I let you go? Well, well, most definitely to to my team, my team in in the Tulsa area. Um, it, it's so many, but I know I'm not gonna miss none of them um, at all. But but I, if if you give me this opportunity, I I gotta shout out my team, Division One of um of Tulsa. You know we have a um, recruiting station out in the Broken Arrow. We have a recruiting station out in the Big Z area. Um, that's led by NC1 Tanner Brown. Um, our recruiting station that's over in the, in the Broken Area area is um, ran by NC1 Christopher Bandale. Uh, we have a recruiting station that's actually out in Claremore, um, Oklahoma, that's ran by um, Chief Chelsea Dotson. And we also have a recruiting station out in McAllister that's actually ran by IC1 Thomas Reed um, right now. He has a great team out there. So, I just say just just seriously go in, sit down with some great leaders that's in those offices that is willing to help you to get you where you need to be for us in the United States Navy. Alrighty, that's what's up, man. Well, I want to say, man, I really appreciate you for coming on to the show and enlighten the, enlighten the people and letting them know that um, that it is possible, man, in the ins and outs of the Navy. So. Hey, more, more blessings to you. You guys be safe in Arkansas. That's what I like to call Arkansas. <laughs> hey, listen, we we going strong today. You know, we, we play Duke. We play Duke today, so you know we are going strong today. So, oh, you know, you know what? That's that, that's right. Duke just beat my team, Texas Tech. So y'all go get them boys. Uh, oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yes, yeah, we we gonna put an ear to Coach K today. Poor Coach K, he didn't do it good, but I tell you, farewell is tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you so very much for what you're doing for these young people also. It's a true blessing. All righty. Y'all be safe down there. Go home. All right. All right. Peace to it. Peace.